This is reposted. Every morning, Larry and I dig into a quote or idea that has caught our eye. Our hope is that our chat inspires you to never stop thinking and possibly challenges you in a new way. If you'd like to help support the show, please visit patreon.com slash reposted. Thank you for stopping by. Okay, one of my favorite quotes of all time from a movie or just life comes from the movie The Matrix. Morpheus, the leader of the resistance, let's call it the resistance, meets Neo the first time. Morpheus thinks Neo is the chosen one and gives him this speech. Quote, this is your last chance. After this, there's no turning back. You take the blue pill, the story ends. You wake up in your bed and you believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. The Matrix, by the way, is this place where the machines have won a battle with humans, and now the human bodies are used to power these uh, machines in this kingdom. So basically, they're all sort of living human beings are living this fictitious world of a computer matrix. All right. So I think about this quote when I'm about to eat a steak. I know that for like 30 minutes-ish, I'm going to really love eating this steak. And then for like maybe an hour or could be the rest of the night, I have huge regret because I ate too much. It's just simple math, right? An hour of regret is not worth 30 minutes of pleasure, or is it? A moment on the lips yes. is a lifetime on the hips. Yes. I yes. mean, the way I deal with that regret is I I self-regulate ahead of time and I order the petite filet and that it's a small cut of meat and that way I, I don't eat too much. So, um, yeah. Okay, so memories, <laughs> memories, whether it's eating a steak or we'll get to Disneyland in a second, all memories, something that happened, whether it's a minute ago or 20 minutes ago, are all in our head. You only time you're, ex- you, you're creating memories is in the moment. So, what are our memories? Like, for instance, everybody's had a great memory of Disneyland, right? Mm. You think, well, okay, well, maybe not you, but my family, everybody loves Disneyland. But when we were there, it was hot. There were long lines and we were mostly grumpy. So we don't even know what our memories are. Yeah, I mean, I think, well, just kind of as it comes to memories, I don't know if doing the activity is you taking the red pill, but like, People like to have a memorable story. Like you might have a very comfortable day if you go on a walk and then you have a light lunch and take a nap, but you're not going to remember that. The memory comes from doing something out of the ordinary and going to Disneyland. Um, my family is going deep sea fishing next week, and I declined because I've been most I've been a bunch, and I, I always look back on them fondly. But I, I've gotten maybe aware enough to realize in the moment, I was like, I just want to be back ashore. This is terrible. And it's a fun memory to look back on, but sometimes it's like, you got to do it to say that you did it. And I've gotten to the point where I don't, I don't want to do that anymore. So we're all sort of living in our own matrix, matrix, right? We're all, we're all living in our own world. For instance, right? Every once in a while you read the New York times and go like, wait a minute, there's a civil war going on in Sudan. Yeah. Do you do anything about that? Or you just plug yourself back into your own matrix and go like, eh, that's not my problem. Climate change. Same thing. Climate change. Yeah. I mean, you can alter your, your sphere of influence to whatever extent you can climate change. You can say, all right, well, I'm going to start doing things this way. It's going to make a 0.001% impact, but hopefully people will see me and then there will be a ripple effect of everyone else 
doing it, but I mean, uh, I remember going camping one time and, and going, we were just unconnected for seven or eight days. I remember thinking it's like everything I know is in the woods right now. And I have no idea what's happening in the world. Things could be out of control and it kind of makes, puts you in perspective on how much impact you have on global issues. So I think in that instance, I take the blue pill and I'm like, I just got to focus on getting through to dinner. You know, oftentimes like living in the matrix, right? You don't want to, I think in Americans, right? We don't have the close family culture that other um, places have. For instance, like in America, if you see a, a good friend or family, maybe even having some difficulty in your marriage, you don't interject there, whereas they would in India. So we stay in our matrix and don't necessarily get out to go like, hey man, is there something going on that we need to talk about in an uncomfortable situation when a husband and wife have a fight in front of you? Yeah, I mean, I think there's definitely a polite society way that you're like, all right, you need to stay in your lane because this is none of your business. And I think we've kind of built our culture around that. It's like, this isn't for you to decide. And who knows how this is all going to shake out. But with the, with the rise of social media and people being able to express their opinions behind the wall of anonymity or not even behind the wall of like not saying something to someone's face, people are calling others out more often as noted by the cancel culture, whether it's um, warranted or not. I think people are are stepping outside a little bit more than they would have, because I think inherently people don't like face-to-face confrontation. I don't know if you agree with that. You know, I think the idea here is if you're in that situation, you and your partner somewhere and good friends of yours fight marriage, you can tell it's not just a fight. It's something that's brewing. How willing to go down the rabbit hole are you? Like, are you willing to just shotgun some some sort of something and then leave? Or are you willing to go down the rabbit hole and be like, it seems like there's something going on. Why don't we come back tomorrow night and talk about it? Like, are you always willing to go, like climate change, right? Uh, You read the New York Times, but are you willing to change your life to get out of the matrix to actually do something about it? And I'm not making a statement either way. I'm saying like people talking is not coming out of the matrix. I think people at the end of the day want to protect themselves. I don't really, I can't really speak to the global warming thing or climate change thing because there's not someone, one person necessarily to engage with. But if you see your friends fighting, whether it's friends or people that are in a like romantic relationship, it takes two to tango. So you have to be like, Hey, I want to, what's going on. Can we talk about this? If they don't want to talk about it, then that's the end of the story. And I think, People want to protect themselves. And just even asking that question is putting yourself out on a limb. And when you get told no, you're less likely to do it again, probably. And I think that's why people stay within their, as you call it, the matrix. It it can be. It can be that simple. Or if you notice and you feel like there's something really going on, you can say like you can go to your wife and be like, hey, we need to be around them more. Seems like seems like they're going through a tough time. Let's set the social calendar in our family to be around them more, to go down the rabbit hole with them, you know? Because I know how things work. Like you hang out with some people, you try to move it around, but you could shift your whole life to go down the rabbit hole with particular people if they had something you felt they needed to work on or help with. Yes, I agree with what you're saying. And I think that is uh, probably a better way to do it. I was answering more in the why the macro why people aren't doing it as much is because people inherently don't want to have it. honestly it's a change in your life people don't like change and like all right we're gonna make an active effort to call our friend every tuesday that's 
a change and that people don't like that. I think people just want to get through their day and watch Netflix or something. But I mean, I agree with what you're saying. I'm just kind of talking about human yeah. behavior as I see it. So that's sort of one of my favorites is the blue pill, red pill speech. And then later on in the movie, one mm -hmm. of Morpheus's resistance crew sells out Morpheus just to eat a steak again. Remember this? Everything they're fighting for, the machines, there's this tiny pocket of humans. He goes to the machines, essentially, and says, hey, if you give me a steak for 15 minutes of pleasure, I'll tell you exactly where the resistance is. Yeah. So I love this idea that this 15 minutes of steak is worth ending the world over. And by the way, maybe it is, right? Have you explored the parallels between the Christian Bible and the movie The Matrix? Man, I, or do you not buy into that? I, I mean, th listen, there's I mean, those Judas, you, the Wachowski brothers. I mean, uh -huh. th listen, if you start thinking about the Matrix, I know I do. It hurts my brain. Like it really, I love it so much. But when I go down the rabbit hole too far, it's just it's got so many great philosophical questions in there. And there's there's Judaism, there's Christianity, there's Buddha, there's like so much that it's I just love that movie because it makes me think about life so much. When was the last time you watched it? I mean, shoot, like I've, versions of it are on TV, one, two, or three, every one now and again. And by the way, I do believe like four is coming out. I uh, I will not stop on two or three, but if I see one, I'm watching it. I'm going to yeah. settle in. Yeah. Cancel the plans. We're not going out tonight, yeah. sweetie. Yeah. Um, who was it? I think um, Keanu got it, but I feel like they offered it to Will Smith. Yeah, Will he Smith turned it down because I think he'd just done Independence Day and didn't want to be typecast. <laughs> in uh, that type of a role. I think both of them ended up doing all right. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Keanu, what a dream. John Wick. Our next show is going to be on John Wick, so tune in tomorrow. Yeah, should I watch those movies? I'm always on the fence of whether yeah, I should watch them. Really? I mean, they're not going to make you think like The Matrix, but they're fun. They're fun for, they're exactly what you think they're going to be, and it's done well. It's not, I don't know. It's not okay. the Taken series with Liam Neeson. Those are terrible. Don't watch those. I bought a knife. I'm going to watch the Matri uh, John Wick movies. Thank you. All right. Well, if you want to take the blue pill and go back to sleep, <laughs> turn off your radio. You can find us at Reposted Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and sometimes TikTok. <laughs> I'm Andrew from Morpheus. Thanks for stopping by.